progress, not perfection. What is good, y'all? This is the penultimate episode of The Process. This is the third last episode of this season of The Rise Radio, y'all. I really appreciate y'all for tuning in and checking out all this stuff. This episode's a special one. It's actually about me. I had a conversation with my great friend, Sydney Carlson, on her radio show, Creative Juices. Um, we did one of these last year for last season. And this is kind of just a little update about me. So yeah, I hope you all enjoy. Without further ado, me. Hello, testing, testing, and we are live. Thank you for tuning in. This is your DJ, um, DJ Saucy, and Creative Juice is back for its third season. Um, been a little bit behind um, as far as getting things started, so it's already week four because I've just had other things going every time and like been trying to figure out a schedule to how to schedule everyone I want to schedule in. But I'm glad to be back and. Um, we are back with a guest who has previously been on before, um, and so this is going to be a special, like, part two update episode, um, which I'm planning on doing with a few other artists um, and guests as well, um, to pay homage to the um, previous listeners and, and kind of, you know, really um, embrace growth and, like, kind of see, like, um, how much you can achieve um, in like a short amount of time um, in the industry. So without further ado, I would like to introduce my first guest for season three. Go ahead. What's up, y'all? Um, my name is Jefferson, a.k.a. The Rise. You might know me as. Um, thank you for having me on the podcast, DJ Saucy. Um, yeah, this is our second one, maybe our third like kind of interview conversation. And um, I've always enjoyed like the conversations we got into, and I'm really happy to be here. Yes, this is our third kind of conversation about the industry and the creative industry and um, especially his journey through it. And it is a quite fascinating one. And um, especially because he really sticks out to me as someone who's able to utilize kind of the community at UCLA and build um, build a name for himself and, and kind of execute like his creative vision and so it's really really cool to to hear about and, and see and I feel like you know I feel like I've seen your growth like from when I first interviewed you before that like when I met you um when was that like sophomore year yeah. um Damn. so yeah it's been awesome but I guess I just wanted to start by um kind of touching upon like what you previously have been doing mm-hmm. and how you've evolved from the last time we talked mm-hmm. in the summer, which was when you were talking a lot about things that were going to happen this year yeah. um, creatively and um, new places you were going to go, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So I kind of just want to open the floor to, um, okay. you know, those different avenues that, that you want to chat about in yeah. like kind of for new listeners that don't know um, the rise, you know what his what his creative um, expertise is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking at the last picture. It's been like July 9th is our last conversation. That's like yeah, that's crazy. Damn, like deep into <laughs> summer. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like a lot 
but not that much. But a lot have kind of like gone, and I feel like, as you said, it's honestly crazy looking back now. We're both seniors about to graduate, and yeah. just like seeing where I've come from, and I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to like see that. But um, I'm honestly really proud of like what I've done and keep trying to do. And I guess I want to say like the, one of the bigger things, or I guess one of the things I think maybe we we're talking about that I kind of ended up completing was like my. Um, second EP called Sunrise and I thought that was a really special project for me um, I guess that project was an ode to like I guess how I started as the rise and like I guess kind of like like growing into like my creativity in a sense um, and I guess the name the rise stems from uh, a day me and my friend Preju he's a frequent collaborator of mine we went to, we said we wanted to shoot a video on the roof during sunrise and then you know stylize it and whatnot um and yeah so there's that project for me was just kind of like going back to my roots and kind of like seeing like where i've gone and where i want to go um but then also i think that project i really wanted to focus on i guess like where i want to go i guess is for me like i see like different avenues of creativity like music like design like uh, like even doing like a podcast it's like as a way of like creative expression um, so I guess for me I wanted to make Sunrise about the music because that's like I think what really sparks joy in me but then also think of different formats I can represent the idea of that yeah that's a really beautiful explanation and one thing I think that Sunrise like you executed really well is it just is very cohesive and seamless and like but also effortless at the same mm -hmm. time um, it is a three-track EP, and you just heard the first two tracks yeah. off the off the EP. Um, what are the names of those tracks? The, fir you, the first one you heard was Transactional Love, and that's the first track on the, okay. the EP. And the, last, the second one you heard is Sunrise, which is the final song in the EP. Yeah, cool. So when you, like, have you performed those live yet or mixed those live? Yeah, um, I definitely, like, a lot of gigs, I would always, like, throw like my songs on yeah. um, and play them out and I feel like it's I guess like that's like even I don't know jumping but I think that's like something I've really need to like I think that's not hindering me but like getting more comfortable with playing my music at parties to other people because yes. I think sometimes I feel like my music might not be the most like club or like peak party stuff yeah. but it's also I think there's space for it but I feel like a lot of times it's lack of confidence or vulnerability yeah I'm sure it's definitely yeah. scary yeah but I feel like that's kind of clever like mixing it in with say mm -hmm. like uh, like things people might already yeah. be familiar with 100%. is super good or like kind of like just paralleling like similar sounds from mm -hmm. like more popular artists mm -hmm. for sure Most definitely. this is my idea yeah I think that's like I think that's like where I think that's like I Ultimately, what DJing is, is at least how I see it, is like finding ways to bring songs together. And even when it's your own songs, like finding a way to like bring your own song into your mix to make it sound cohesive. So yeah, definitely finding different ways to kind of sneak it in and when people end up still vibing with it. And then it's like, oh damn, okay, I did something here. But. Yeah, so that's the new sound, y'all, um, on Sunrise. Um, I was telling him that the third track, when I was listening to the EP, that last track, um, what's it called? How It Started. Mm -hmm. I heard that because it actually I didn't even like before I think you announced it officially on your Instagram I guess or like before I saw the Instagram mm. announcement that your EP came out it already came in my uh, my release radar on Spotify Ooh, and I was yeah. like oh no way like he drops something but it was just that one like how it started mm. and like I listened to it like in the car 
and like the progression of that track, like it literally made me want to like speed up and like start like speeding like in my car, like the way it's like really really cool. And I actually like work out to that track a lot. Like it's really good to run to because I was telling you because of like the BPM. I don't know. It just makes me feel like very like fast and like I can move very quickly. So I think it's a cool contrast with the um, other two um, songs on there. but yeah, I feel like you've really progressed towards a more like cohesive sound while also kind of being a little bit experimental still mm-hmm. and like being okay with like the fact that you're being experimental. Yeah. Um so I think it's I think it's very very interesting and I do see a lot of parallels to like artists like I don't know. I mean obviously everyone says Kate Trinata, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. I feel like Kate Trinata is like a great example of like someone that kind of just embraces the simplicity of like groove and mm-hmm. like yeah, even just like a good instrumental, like yeah. I don't know, could really, really just be like some, something that like someone can appreciate yeah. um, in any kind of setting. Um, but yeah, would you like to say any more thoughts about the about the EP before I play the last track that I'm talking that I was yeah. talking about? Um, hmm. I guess that EP. Um, I guess there was. I mean, I really enjoyed. So like, again, like in terms of the other pieces to it, I did. Uh, I went to. Basically, me, Preju, and this other guy named Dez, um, we went to Venice Beach. We shot, like, the Spotify canvases, like, the real, like, the things you play. Oh, yeah. And we shot that there. And that was, like, a fun way to, I think, incorporate into the project because I think it gives it more of a visual identity. But then I think it was also interesting how when we shot it, we shot it maybe two months before we edited it. So, like, when we shot it, we were just kind of just running, gunning. And then it was cool then to re-kind of translate it to the songs um and yeah i i feel like i think maybe on the how it started because i feel like that track is also one i it's i think a little more experimental but it's a track i really love as well and i think it i i think it was interesting when i made it i was in a headspace of kind of wanting to make something a little more darker a little more progression oriented and yeah one of the samples in there is from this track called one second by novelist um, and that song, when I heard it the first time, it kind of put me in a certain mood. So I was, I'm happy you were able to kind of feel yourself in a certain mood from that track as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, without further ado, y'all, that's the buzz about the Rise's newest EP, Sunrise. Please go give it a listen. Thank and you. right now, we are going to stream the final track from it, how it started. And we are back, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Um, once again, this is your host, DJ Saucy, and my guest here... The Rise. And you're listening to Season 3 of Creative Juice. Um, so what you just listened to was a track from The Rise's newest EP, um, Sunrise, and yeah, how it started. Um, my favorite track, personally. Um, I love kind of the progression of the track kind of the build up the tension and then like the full release I think it's really really cool um and kind of is a really cool contrast with the with the other tracks and like that is all self-made right Mm -hmm. all of that you did yourself Mm -hmm. all self-produced um I guess one question I had for you like before you released it did you have anyone give it a listen or did you just drop it like with no like input no I I I Ten, so I feel like after like I get to a place where I'm like pretty confident that I think this song is like either I want to release it or something. I would, I have like a trusted. I feel like a group now people I reach out to. So like Seth is 
close homie um, and always send him my stuff and he's always giving me great feedback and just like really appreciates what I do um, but I feel like what I like to do a lot of times too is I would like either like play in a car with one of driving friends around or like when I'm DJing just to get people's like general reaction without knowing it's me and yeah and then once I after a while I kind of just put it out but yeah You're like oh by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my stuff no yeah. that's yeah that's really really cool um yeah so you guys don't know the rise he is a musician he's a DJ but he also is just a creative in all other aspects um and because this is creative juice um you know we want to talk about all types of creativity so I wanted to give some time to discuss um your plans mm -hmm. for for post grad um, as it is spring quarter and kind of how you're going to keep up that creative identity yeah. um, because it seems like you will do that in mm -hmm. a very interesting way and I'm excited to hear more. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so yeah, spring quarter crazy like these four years really jumped by, but um, next year I'm going to graduate school um, and I'm going to study in Vancouver, Canada. I'm from Canada, by the way, and um, I'm going to do a master's of design. And I guess basically, I guess like, again, like I think creativity is like something that you can find in all walks of life. And I think design is like a cool like space that I want to operate in. And I guess I want to focus my time, like the thesis I'm doing on like different ways to use design in the music industry and kind of like being creative in that sense. Um, and I guess for me, a lot of it, I'm, so I'm also like here at UCLA, I'm minoring in the music industry, and I feel like a lot of my classes have like informed me and like my previous experiences working of like how let's say creators and artists right now are currently like monetizing their work and like protecting their their work and whatnot. And I guess for me, it's like thinking of ways that you can use different technologies to maybe help with that. So I guess like one idea I have, and I think it's the ideas around the blockchain and thinking of ways you can like decentralize things. I think is like an avenue where they could help in terms of a creator like monetizing their work through like micro payments or whatnot, but then also how they protect the work. And you've taken like uh, music industry, uh, forensic musicology, and that yes. whole, and that class is super interesting. And just even like thinking of ways like how like things are being sampled. And I think through the blockchain, you're able to establish certain parameters that you can track things like a sample in a song. And like things like that, I want to kind of think through and take the next couple of years to work on that. That's really, really cool. I actually, I don't know much about blockchain. Mm -hmm. So that's really cutting edge for me. Like I'm like, I'm barely following, but like mm -hmm. it sounds like you are edging towards like balancing artist protections with artist creativity and also mm -hmm. finding new avenues to monetize creativity yeah i think Which, yeah. yeah yeah i think definitely like that monetize creativity and i and i guess it's like it's like a tough because i feel like as like as an artist myself and just like someone who um i don't know just sees like art as something as an expression to like not only want to think of it in a commercial sense but i think there's also the sense of like if you're making something and you want to make a living off it you need there should be better ways especially like thinking of like streaming right now and like as an artist i think it's not as unless you're even the biggest artist you're not really get paid that much from a stream right so right. thinking of different ways that maybe even it's more fan interaction and more focuses on you connecting with your fans and the work you make and maybe a lot more holistic approach to things yeah absolutely that totally makes sense because yeah it's like 
the big DSPs like aren't mm -hmm. really going to help you with that. And yeah. Sometimes it really is just luck of the draw. So yeah. I feel like you have to kind of have some other factors that come into play yeah. when like trying to make a career out of this stuff. Yeah. So that's really awesome that like you're really just like yeah instead of just complaining you're searching for solutions mm -hmm. and that's awesome because I feel like my like I'll often like complain about like yeah artists never get paid they never get paid but like okay yeah but let's find a way mm -hmm. let's find ways for them to get paid like Together. besides just from like yeah a single a single stream you know mm -hmm. um, so for your design um, for your design major did you have to submit like a portfolio of some sort mm -hmm. I'm yeah. curious like to what you submitted um, in yeah. that, if you don't mind me yeah, asking, no, most just definitely. yeah, uh, yeah, most definitely, because I feel like there's, at least coming into, like, honestly, like, looking back, I'm like, I don't know, how, I know why I did it, but it seems, like, a little crazy for me, because, like, I'm not, like, traditionally, like, like, uh, visual artist, but I think I was yeah. able to, like, think of design as more holistically, and I guess a lot of things what I did, and it's funny, because I think a lot of the things I included in my portfolio were things that I did before I knew I wanted to apply, so, like, I just did these things because I thought they were interesting and it ended up yeah. being a bit like working for it. So like one of the things I did, I think was sophomore year, I was, that was when I, I was, so I've been interested in design for a long time, but I think that sophomore year I was thinking of doing like UX design and I ended up learning uh, Adobe, this one, InDesign I think it's called, it's like their kind of like wireframe thing and I had this idea where I wanted to like, as, I guess as it stands right now, there's a lot of clubs on UCLA's campus, but I feel like it's not a central place to find these clubs. So my idea was to like design a, a platform where all these clubs could like operate on the same space. So like a lot of times, like I remember freshman year, like forgetting about deadlines or like not knowing where to go, and and then having that all kind of like in one place and whatever. And I did like design this whole like wireframe for it, and I included that. Um, I used to be still am sort of on the Daily Bruin as a photojournalist and. One of my projects I did, which is one of probably the better th things I've done in terms of photography, was photogra photographing LA Fashion Week, and I made a little gallery and I submitted that. And the things like that, I kind of pulled from different aspects of my creative. Yeah, life. that's really yeah. cool. You seem very like multifaceted, and I think it's just like all the things that you do, they like all work together, like to just help each other, like creatively. Like yeah, whether you're being you know, a music, a musical artist or like, yeah, a visual artist. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I guess that's something that, especially for, I feel like your music specifically, something like a visual aesthetic is actually mm -hmm. super important to mm -hmm. like, like assist it or like bring a vision to life. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, like with those tracks that we just listened to, I could totally see like there being a visual aspect mm -hmm. of it. Um, so I guess say like, as far as like a career of some sort, mm -hmm. like, are you leaning towards continuing um, DJing as a career mm -hmm. or potentially something else? Not to put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question. I feel like curious. how I kind of see it is that I, I mean, I, I, I hope maybe this is how the world to work will look like, at least for yeah. me, but like I kind of want it where I can like do like multiple different things mm -hmm. and kind of say like get income from different things. And for me, it's like I want to keep DJing. I want to keep making music and that's going to always be part of something I do. But then also I hope to still be able to like do design work and then hopefully maybe etc. And I feel like always kind of keeping these things and because I feel like DJing, you can do like whenever you can always have time to make music so yeah just always having it within my life yes of course well that's great yeah just always integrate it into your life whenever you can mm -hmm. and that's awesome it seems like literally whatever road you take like you have options mm -hmm. and you're gonna do really great so that's great to hear um well 
we're running out of time, everyone, but I'm glad we got a positive update from yeah. The Rise. Lots of good things going on here. We got to listen to some tracks. Um, I think we have time to play one more um, real quick. Um, but yeah, I want to post um, his kind of visuals and um, plug his music on the Creative Juice Instagram. So check that and like I'll repost on my main and go stream The Rise on Spotify. Any per- future performances you want to play really quick? Yeah, um, Monday I'm playing at Apartment 200, um, 10 p.m. And then Saturday I'm going to be playing at Catch One. Um, nice. I think around like 11, 12, so. Nice. Both of those are vibes. Amazing. All right. Well, y'all heard it. Go <laughs> go to those performances, stream the rise, and we'll listen to one more. But this is DJ Saucy signing out. Thank you for having me, DJ Saucy. This is The Rise. Thank you, everyone, for listening. See you next week. And that is a wrap. Thank y'all for listening. I really appreciate the support, everyone, every single one that shows up and listens and watches and, you know, let me talk talk my shit for a second. So, um, yeah, I appreciate y'all. After this, we have one more special mix for the shared tapes, and we have the season finale of the process coming up. It's something really special I've been working on for a while, so I'm really excited to show you this. Um, again, if you want to find out more, you can follow me on The Rise Productions or The Rise Radio. Either way, y'all. Strike iron when it's hot.